You're listening to the Frugal Spender Podcast, where we have conversations about the one thing you've always been told not to talk about, personal finance. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Frugal Spender Podcast. This is episode number 16, and today I'm going to walk you through what I believe to be the best mindset to have when it comes to investing, and in particular, I wanted to focus on dealing with bear markets, or in normal person speak, stock markets that are heading south, crashing, dipping, call it what you will, but you will likely be aware of the current state of affairs with the stock market as you're listening to a show called the Frugal Spender Podcast. Before we get going, I want to point out that nothing in this episode is financial advice. I'm making the assumption that you understand the basics of what investing is, and I'm going to talk to you through my experiences and what I've learned to be the best way to remain positive and have a good mindset around investing. Okay, so when I talk about an investing mindset, I'm referring to long-term investing. Anything other than long-term investing is what's known as trading. And this is the practice of trying to buy low and sell high over a short period of time to make some quick profits. And it's important before we go any further to make that distinction. And remember, do not invest any money that you think you're going to need at the very least within the next five years. Ideally, though, the money you put away each month to buy stocks and shares should be considered locked away for at least 10 years plus. And by doing so, you're going to allow the magic of compound interest to get to work. I get inundated with emails, DMs and messages on social media from people asking me whether they should sell their stocks because the market has crashed. And more commonly, I get the so-called experts on TikTok that will comment trying to warn everybody that the market will be crashing in the next couple of months and telling everybody to wait before they start investing. As if these anonymous keyboard investor warriors have crystal balls and are out there for the good of humanity. And I do find it quite interesting that these people never ever have profile pictures and are always rather distasteful. Needless to say, nobody can tell you what's going to happen in the future, and trying to time the market is a fool's game. It evidently doesn't work, and we as humans rely heavily on our emotions to make decisions, and this is not the best way to secure your financial success. Acting on both evidence and reason should be the goal when it comes to putting your hard-earned money to work, and the best evidence there is for the majority of people is to cost average into index funds automate a monthly payment into a globally diversified index fund. Did I mention that this is not financial advice? Good, let's move on. As we act on emotions and truthfully, whether we like it or not, quite often on impulse. We are wired in such a way that when the markets are doing well, we tend to talk positively about what's happening and assume that it's going to continue to get better, which is why I account for the abundance of personal finance channels that started during lockdown. And when the downturns happen, the majority of people become pessimistic and tend to talk about things continuing to drop. Everybody thinks the world is ending, which accounts for the many people that started these channels dwindling away, which is pretty much everywhere I look in the personal finance content creation space. And I don't know about you, but I feel like when things aren't going so well like they are now, the time that people actually need to be reminded about how to deal with downturns and to stick to personal finance basics is now. Which leads me to the very point of this episode. Learning to deal with market downturns seems to be akin to training a muscle or learning a new skill. You need to keep practicing and reminding yourself why you got started and what you're doing. Doing your best to fight the urge to sell stocks that are underperforming or thinking very hard about the index funds that were once providing you 20% returns that are now in the red and you're currently panicking. What should I do? Where should I go? Where should I move my money to? Now, if these are thoughts that you have been having, stop where you are. 
It's okay to think these things, but it's important to be rational about it. So I've put together three tips that I use myself and three things that I think are really important for the average investor to think about and practice during market downturns. Firstly, you need to stop checking your investment account so much. If you're somebody who knows exactly how much you are down right now, that likely means you're checking your account too much. You don't log into your personal pension account every single day and check what's happening there, do you? Well, if you do, I hate to break it to you, you might have a bit of a problem. When the market dips, stocks are at a discount and you haven't lost anything. You only lose money once you sell your shares. So why on earth would you choose to sell them when they're worth less than when you bought them? Well, the answer is you shouldn't because your time frame for investing is far in the future. And remember, you don't need that money right now. The point being, this is a long-term investment. So why on earth would you torture yourself day by day by checking the daily swings of the market? Remember, cost averaging means you buy no matter what the price is. So stop checking. Number two, ignore the media hype. The media and most importantly, social media is filled with virtue signaling, attention hungry creators that want to hook you in with the best taglines and images. Even the creators that I follow myself do this to guarantee clicks and views. People will always create content and sadly the ones that often get the most attention are the ones that are the most negative or pessimistic about the current affairs. You may even call these people scaremongers. You're going to need to practice ignoring this and seeing for what it really is. Talking about daily swings in the S&P 500 or Bitcoin will all be forgotten in a few months or years time when the stock market once again reaches new highs. Stop clicking on all these videos, scroll past them and remember the game plan. And finally, number three, and probably the one that's helped me the most, is to create a one-page financial plan. And this is an idea that I learned from Pete Matthew from the Meaning for Money podcast. I did it and I think you should too. So a one-page financial plan is a one-page document, whether written or digital, that summarizes your financial goals and, huh, shockingly, a plan. For example, mine says that I want to be able to stop working at age 55, should I wish, and to have at least £1 million in total invested across my pension and my ISA. So in this document, I've also written down the reason why I want to do this. And personally for me, that includes having the flexibility to go on holiday with my family whenever I want to, and also to be more generous. Now yours can say whatever you want. This document will be personal and individual to you. But what it does do is cement your intentions and your financial plan. It doesn't have to be war and peace, just one page. You need to be able to go back and look at it and remember exactly why you're doing what you're doing at any point. Whenever I get worried about what I'm doing, I just load up the Google Doc and read through it. For me, it's the best reminder that cost averaging into the stock market is the route to my financial success. So I stop panicking and I keep buying. And there you go. A bit of a short episode this week, but I think it was needed for so many people right now as I'm seeing people panicking and speculating pretty much everywhere I go on social media. Put into practice what you've been learning and when it comes to your finances, don't act on impulse and emotion. Learn, create a plan and implement the plan. Do not deviate. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode gave you a little reminder as to why you are interested in personal finance and investing in the first place and that it nudges you away from the current hype. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast to be notified every week when I release future episodes. That would be super helpful. Until next time, peace.